From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weltons and Mark Tapp. All right, New River Valley, this is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons, and you're listening to another episode of AM HodgePodge. Yeah. And uh, I think we're going to kind of focus a little bit on just sort of New Year stuff. Isn't this funny? Because we for our New Year's show, mm-hmm. we have old guests. But what well, I will... not not physically old. They're not older. Second time guests. They're old. How many old. times has Michelle been on the show? Not enough. Oh, really? Just one? Yeah. One, one before, or this is the first? Yeah, she, we know okay. th- the reason she doesn't come on is because she just shakes her head she yes or no. <laughs> there you go. We have to do videos for Rochelle. Exactly visits. right. Exactly right. Hello. Yeah. Well, good morning. Welcome, everybody. This is Keith Weltons, and that is Mark Tapp, and you're listening to the AM Hodgepodge. Yeah, I know that, Mark, our last show, it was pretty good. It was a Christmas Eve show, and it was cold, and I know that we had a lot of downloads, and we had a lot of kind of traction. We even have more people reaching out about trying to get on the show. So mm-hmm. if your news, New Year's resolution is to be on a local show. To become famous. Become infamous. Okay. Then this is your place. You can find us. Just go to amhodgepodge.com or go to Facebook. And if you're looking to understand the show a little bit more, if you've never heard it, just go to Spotify, iTunes, and download that. This is a four-part show. And our first segment usually talk about beard and some odd things along with sports so we're going to do all three of those today and i think we have um a qualified candidate or guest today Uh, yeah ball over beer is going to be fun today yeah yeah relative we've got a qualified person oh speaking of ball over beer before we go in i'm assuming you've got something but i want to let you know i may or may not okay so you remember when i i had that first hershey Porter? Yes. The, okay. Uh, Yingling? Yeah. Very good. You remember that it was the Yingling. Yeah. So uh, last week before Christmas, went to uh, BT's in Radford. They were having a, uh, you know, welcome before Christmas type thing. Uh-huh. And so all the gifts were wrapped. It was a Friday and took my wife over there. And they were like, what do you want? So I'm looking at all the things that are on draft. And I'm like, oof. And I said, Ugh. All right, you know what? I'll take the Sam Adams Winterfest, which I'm not a big fan of. I think yeah. there's too much spice, but yeah. I said I'll take it. And so it kicked halfway through, and they said, uh, just get a minute, and we'll, we'll put another one on. So I said, fine, I'll wait. Well, all of a sudden I get a beer, and it's in front of me, and it's dark. And it was the Hershey Porter. Yeah. And it is so good. First of all, I wasn't expecting it, so it was a welcome surprise. Mm-hmm. But it is so much better off draft than it is out of the bottle. Mm. That was the reason why I liked it the first place. So I will just tell people, if you see it, please don't miss that opportunity. It is made with real Hershey chocolate <laughs> from... What do you think that does to their tap lines? I know. I know. I don't know. But all I know is it's delicious. Yeah. It is so good. Grab the glass nice, everything. I st- I still have not tried it. Oh, it's so good. I'm a, 
I want to try it, but I'm struggling with buying a six pack of it. Yeah, just go get one. Yeah, just yeah, go get yeah, one out of the uh, mix and match, maybe. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. saying, or we'll, get it, get it off draft. Yeah, go grab a, a lunch and and have it. Yeah. And I know that I've had it at other establishments during the wintertime. So if don't miss that one if you see it. All right. So with that being said. Well, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about uh, New Year's resolutions. Okay. Seeing as how this is, uh, we're leading into the show New before. Year's Day. Yeah. Okay. And uh, as as you may or may not know, uh, January tends to be, a, and last, I don't know, three years or so, it's become the dry January mm-hmm. concept. And so uh, Rationale Brewery, mm-hmm. who specializes, well, they've, they are encouraging a wet January. Okay. Any any you want to guess at why? Other than sales. Mm. Wet. Give it to me. Is that something? They're a non-alcoholic it... brewer. Okay. There yeah. you go. So they're saying, hey, listen, you know, buy uh, a, a pack of this and get a pack free, uh-huh. and um, try us out for for the next month. Mm-hmm. Look like you're drinking with your buddies, mm-hmm. so you don't have that stimulus. Sure, uh, uh, that negative stimulus of you know being the odd man out. Yeah, and give it a shot. Yeah. So a lot of people back to your, you know, dry January, New Year's, and stuff like mm-hmm. this. And I did find it uh, ironic because um, this morning, you know, you and I, because we watch business news and we read things and everything else. Target, Walmart have stocked up on. Uh, workout gear for January, big time. At the exact same time, gotta get it in the first week. I know exact same, <laughs> exactly at the exact same time that Lululemon has just reported that seventy three percent of their inventory is remaining from the third quarter, so they haven't been able to go through it. So either one of two things is going to happen: either people are being more price conscious and they're going to move to the WalMarts and the Target for the workout gear. Or Lululemon is signaling that there's not going to be a dry January. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I Well, let's put it this way. the About um, 30% of all those that embark on the dry January don't make it past the first week. No. No. And I, and I believe the number is closer to 60 on the on the second week. Yeah. It's a it's – a, you know, if, if drinking is part of your lifestyle, it's tough – to leave it behind. It is. It is. And and the, the the reality of what January should be is understanding and monitoring your calorie count. Now, is that 40 calories? Is that what I see in on that's yeah. in those beers? So I I that was the first thing that I thought was, well, you know, great encourage a non-alcoholic beer for January and and sort of gimmicky wet January. Mm-hmm. But you're still going to be putting 200 calories of beer in you and Correct. the reality is it's only 40 calories. There so. you go. So you can sort of get a head start on your your health habits as well mm-hmm. in January. How many calories are you consuming right now? Now, for the audience, you are uh, – As we speak or as uh... – Just on an average day <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> well, you're, I think – You're, in, think a, you're, you're normal... in total transformation mode right now. You're, yeah. you're going to transform so that when you go into spring and summer that you look good in shorts, finally. Uh... Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. First of all, uh, gotta get you new know, shorts. My legs haven't changed much over yeah. the last 40, yeah. 50 years. They're so, pretty much the so same. So, how many calories do you think you're consuming? Um, I think the 
USDA says that somebody my age and weight should be doing about 2500 a day. Right. And I'm probably I probably fall a little bit short of that. Really? Okay. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Now. Now. Okay. Yeah. Because you you've read because what the guidelines my life were a little bit. Cuz you read what the guidelines were? No, just just uh just a few habits have changed. Gotcha. Okay. So how about you? What do you think? Mm. I bet you I'm somewhere I know I'm below 2500. Yeah. Have to be. Because my wife gives me tons of fruits and vegetables. I mean every morning it's just fruits and vegetables and maybe a handful of nuts. Now that's calories and protein. Sure. But a lot of fiber though. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the deal. And I maybe have one soda a week, maybe, um, because I really don't like the taste of soda. It's yeah. usually because I'm having a headache or something, and I need a little to to get over it. But yeah. um, it's amazing stuff if, like that. If you focus on eating healthy, and you really understand what goes into being healthy, yeah, and then you walk into the grocery store, walk, yeah. You walk into the grocery store and look around you at what you're going to buy. There's not a lot of options. Yeah, it's really, really. Just hard remember, to if it on. comes, if it has cellophane on top of it, and you can't see what's in it, then don't buy it. Meaning, yeah. like, well, the if old, it's in a box with cellophane, don't buy that. Yeah, the old it, adage of staying around the perimeter, correct, is, is really. But if it has cellophane over it and you can see it because it's not in a box, buy that. Okay, you ready? Over All right, for the audience, I don't have a mic headset on, so we're going to play a game. So we've got two guests in here today, and I explained the rules earlier. Now, our guest is going to be the smartest of the bunch. Guest, you're the guest uh, player. You're, you want to <laughs> tell everyone who you are? So TJ. That, TJ, so that you can let them know who you are. Uh, this is TJ Baggett. I am the general manager at the Pete Dye River Course of Virginia Tech. Okay, so we're going to be playing... Uh, true or false, okay? And we've got Michelle Beal here and Mark, and they're going to be playing against each other. Deal? I'm, I'm playing against Michelle? Yes. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. And TJ is just sort of the guest host? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So How he get out, out of this? Well, because all this is going to be golf-related. <laughs> okay. Okay. Deal? Okay. So I'm going to ask a question, and they're going to be able to judge your in- intelligence or sincerity over these because you can't say I know for sure or I have no idea. So here's a test question. You ready? Okay. What two golfers share the record for the most consecutive years winning at least one PGA tournament with 17? I'm going to say, of course, Tiger Woods, and I'm going to say Byron Nelson. Okay. It's Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer. Okay. Okay. But he's your expert. I was going to say that's Jack okay. Nicholas so here's the good and, news: uh, here, 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 those here. other two guys have to be up there somewhere, though. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. So he he knows names. He was able to pull. Yeah, and the, he kno- yeah he knows yeah. stuff. They're on all the apparel in a shop. Correct. And I gave purposely <laughs> that one as a difficult one because there are so many. It's yeah. very 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 difficult. Okay, you ready? In 2013. This U.S. Open victory winner, Justin Rose, became the first English golfer to win a major since who did so in 1996? Did you guess? So it's another English golfer? Yep. Okay. 96. Wow. 
that would have been I'm totally stumped on this one. Um, you would have been about 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I should uh, should be able to pull a name out a little faster than this. Okay. Want to skip this one? Come back. Um, yeah. We'll skip let's skip this one. That Were one. the Brits playing golf back then? Been, yeah, I'm having uh, trouble yeah. coming up with a British golfer there. Yep. Adam Scott became the first Australian Masters champion in 2013 when he defeated what golfer in a sudden death playoff at Augusta National? Mm. Adam Scott beat. What year was that? 2013. Let's go with Sergio Garcia. True or false? False, Mark. Uh, true. True. I'll go false. False. It is false, but you're correct. And then the, in the, 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 the nationality, Angel Cabrera. Uh-huh. Angel Cabrera. Yeah, Angel Cabrera. There you go. Yeah. All right. At just 14 years of age, who became the youngest golfer in history to make the cut in the 2013 Masters? Wow, youngest golfer to make to make the cut in the Masters. What mm-hmm. was that kid's name? When you said the age, I'm thinking Lydia Ko on the LPGA Tour. But since it's the Masters, oh, what year was it? 2013. 2013. 2011. Excuse me. 2011. Okay. Uh, 2013. No, 2013. 2013. Who was that young that played in the Masters that year? These are hard ones. Yeah. Um. You were over Let's, here. You were over here thinking where you're going to get the yeah, Hershey Sporter, the, the softball lobs. <laughs> uh, Kevin Na. Kevin Na. True or false? False. I'm going with false. It's false. Juan Teeling. That was right on the tip oh, of my goodness. tongue. Yeah, was it? That was there right you go. there. All right, this one should be easier for you. What golfer and, collapsed? And I'm not going false because I have a lack of confidence. That's right. That's right. right. <laughs> That's right. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> look on my face. Well, to give it away. These two yeah. will be. These, these two will hard. be easy. What golfer collapsed on the final day of the 2011 Masters when he shot the worst round ever by a leader after three days? I'm going to say Greg Norman. I'm going I'm, with true. I was going true too. Worry, McElroy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Worst ever round by a leader after three days. It's interesting that those two were in the same sentence. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. That's right. Tiger Woods elevated back to the top of the spot in the world rankings in 2013 after his victory at what tournament, which he has won eight times? Let's see. What tournament did he have to win back in 2013 to become number one again? Man, you're digging. Those are nine years These are not easy. I know. Um, so he lost, and then he came back. This is after he got to get over the golf club through the window thing. <laughs> is this before the divorce? This was right after. Right after the divorce. I'm going to say, uh, oh gosh, I, the name of the tournament is not coming to me, but I, I'm uh, out of Torrey Pines. Torrey Pines? Okay. Um, I can't remember the name of the event. Okay, well, if you get yeah. the location, that's fine. Yeah, at Torrey. Torrey Pines? I'm going with true. Yeah, true? I'll say true, too. Is that where the Arnold Palmer invitation was played? Yeah, no. Say no. 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 <laughs> he says, <laughs> yes. The he says no. no. All right. Well, the answer to the other one, which U.S. Open victory by the English golfer since 1996? Do you know who that is? I still can't pull that one Nick out. Faldo. Ah, wow. Okay. All right. All right. See, these are difficult. That was, that was fun. Very difficult. Yeah. Okay. So now that we've got that out of the way, golf's what the problem with golf 
is there's so many golfers and there's so many tournaments. It's one of the things that we'll talk about a little bit as far as um, some golf and the different courses I talked to you about having played one uh, that's on some people's bucket list. But I know, Mark, we've got one other thing. We talked about New Year's resolutions. We talked about exercise. I think we talk about that, what you're talking about, in the next segment. All right, sounds great. All right, right, everybody stick with us. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Barcelona and Madrid Run amok in Frankfurt Can't remember what I did Sipped pints in Dublin Tried the coffee in Amsterdam Run the Spanish steps of Rome With a 40 in my head I've ruled 